1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com recommend today.
2: Reddish crossing over into the lane. Got a scoop. laid it in. And Reddish. Oh, The extension and a foul sending him to the line.
1: This is Dirt and Sprague. Eight minutes now since they have last made a basket. And meanwhile, Frankie Collins feeds Duke Brennan.
2: Sun Devils just sticking a fork in the Beavers with Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague.
1: It was really important for ownership to just get in front of Aaron and and, and talk and and just feel him out and see what the situation could evolve into. And I, I was told it went really well and it was an exceptional meeting and the jets were turned back to the new york area yesterday they feel really good that they're going to be able to land the big fish
2: dirt and spray on 1080 the fan
3: all right 602 in the rose city time for dirt and spray on portland sports leader 1080 the fan uh. Happy Thursday, everybody. How we doing? How we feeling? Another morning. Another moment of feeling incredibly old yesterday. Uh, Aside from the ankle randomly hurting as I sit off the couch or the back tightening up as I randomly do chores around. Yesterday was a nice slap in the face of reality of old age hitting me. Yes, I wake up early. And from time to time, I don't go to bed at the right uh, hour. I fell asleep at halftime of Oregon State and Arizona State. I have no shame in this. I just only can admit the reality of my life is that I am becoming old. Jamie Lee Curtis said something yesterday that got quoted by People Magazine, and. <laughs> I wake up, and I, I kind of thought about this because, you know, I'm watching my Beeves and I assumed ASU would win the game, but it's kind of a tight basketball game, and I'm sitting there at half in my bed, and, and I doze off, and I wake up, and TV's off, lights are out. I'm like, oh, I, I fell asleep. And I wake up this morning, and I had posted something about Jamie Lee Curtis, the longtime actress who's been nominated for an Oscar award, and she told In an interview, she basically ranted about how she wishes there were more matinee concerts. Where's the concerts that start at 1 p.m.? I want more of those. And I looked at that and I said, Jamie Lee Curtis is like 64 years old, 62 years old. I'm 36 and I'm sitting here nodding my head. I agree. I went to that Post Malone concert not long ago. I got tickets, and I yeah I like Post Malone. I, I was more curious to see what he's like as a performer, what the concert, what the vibe was, and it was a good show. It was, but I did catch myself at least two to three different times at that concert checking my checking my my watch. All right, it's it's ten fifteen. Feels like we're only about halfway there. Okay, it's it's ten thirty. You got like eight more songs I know of that you haven't played. And by the time the last song came on, it was one of his original songs. Me and the wife made the decision that we were just going to try to beat traffic and get home at a decent hour. And so a concert in, I, I don't know, November, I think that concert was. A quote from an actress being nominated by an Oscar award. And me last night on the bed. All of that coming together to realize I'm old, I'm washed, and I can't hang anymore. You're going to schedule something past 730? I don't know if I'm going to be attending. I don't know how long I'll be at that facility, at that festivity. It doesn't matter where or when. If it's past like 630, it might be too late for me. Unless you're going to provide soup, and then I might be in. Or senior discounts. You know, whatever it's going to take. There there are stipulations that could be had to get me to do this. But everybody, I think, has this moment where you realize that it's just not what it was. And my ankle randomly hurting, didn't twist it, didn't play basketball and tweak it, didn't do a leg exercise that would maybe suggest that there was too much weight used or I did something improperly. No, it's just merely getting up off the couch And walking and, it, you know, making a pop sound and then it hurting for about a day or two. And so I just thought of everybody out there that's older than me and thought, oh, it only gets worse, doesn't it? You only feel a little bit older, don't you? And those moments, not always easy to come to grips with. But this one in particular, I'm actually kind of excited about. I don't really like to be out very late, even when I didn't do a morning show. I would still be waking up at 5 a.m., you know, get some exercise in or, you know, get some stuff done around the house before everybody gets up and it's a madhouse and becomes chaos. But now I'm I'm definitely at a point with the job where I got an easy out at everything. On Friday nights, I have great Friday nights. Meet up with friends, meet up with family, get together, be like 9.30 at night and be like, I want to go home. You don't want to just, in the middle of a hangout on a Friday, be the guy that's like, hey, uh, party's over. It's an easy out for me. No, I've been up since four. You know, when you say that to somebody on a Friday night, I was, uh, I was at a friend's house not long ago, a couple weeks, and we were hanging out, and I looked at my clock, and it was about 9.35, 9.40-ish. And I, I wanted to go home in the worst way. I was having a good time, but I wanted to go home. And I just... Yawned once. And I looked at everybody. I go, yeah, been up since 4 a.m. And everybody's faces every time. They know what I do. They know that I get up early. But when you say it on a Friday or a Saturday, it people like give you like more, they almost give you sympathy. Oh, man. Four, you got to go to bed. You been up since 4 o'clock? Yeah, 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 yeah. Could I hang for an extra hour? Probably. Do I want to? Yeah. Not most times, yeah I, I I take advantage of the situation. it is what it is, but last night I was I thought I'd be shamed to admit this publicly, but I'm not i I fell asleep at halftime of a basketball game, one that largely doesn't matter at all because Oregon State sucks, but uh and then it was you know, I wake up and the bees lose by six points, and
2: yeah, I was over. I was I was ready to go to bed, I did not get much sleep, and that's, you know. We had a little family birthday shindig that we went to.
3: You don't seem like you're very rested. You uh, your face you you're at an age where your face yeah. looks like how you feel.
2: Yeah, so <laughs> so you did that. Uh, yeah, still not in my own house yet. So, uh, but came back's like all right, beeves are on. Let's see,
3: and mm-hmm. then they you know they were eight twenty an eight twenty tip time. Yeah. My God, man! How many people do they lose with that game? Not that everybody's watching. It was more that like game. an
2: eight forty-five tip well, after. Yeah, you're right. The first game went because they were the second game of the doubleheader, which always goes long. So yeah, and then I was like, all right, everybody's getting ready to go to bed. I should, and then there it's a one-point game at halftime. It's like, no, mm-hmm. I need to kind of watch this.
3: How long but, did you hang? Did you hang for the whole thing?
2: No, the Arizona State. When Arizona State made that run, they got up like nine or ten. I'm like, all right, they're not coming back. They, they went like, I don't know what it was, six, seven minutes. They couldn't score a bucket. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's enough. I got to get some sleep.
3: Yeah, I just uh, I, I, I couldn't do it. It Wait. wasn't going to happen for me. So, you know, it, it, luckily for me, and, and also kind of unlucky, my bees lost. But, like, luckily for me, they lost. Because then they'd be like, hey, Oregon State won a tournament game yesterday. Yep. Let me tell you about the... The the first 20 minutes I watched. Exactly. (laughs) Didn't catch the second. I did hear there was a controversial. They got hosed in the first half. They should have gotten a goaltending
2: call at one end, and then there was an offensive basket interference by Arizona State at the other end that didn't get called, and the bucket counted. So Mm. they they got hosed. Yeah. They should feel I mean, look, they weren't very
3: good this year.
2: No. And there if you look at who the leading scores were, Glenn Taylor Jr., who's a sophomore and the two freshmen, Jordan Pope, yeah. So they're the one, you know. If
3: they're bringing everybody back next year. So if all those yeah.
2: youngsters will come back and I don't know what they've what they got, you know, in terms of recruiting as well as the transfer portal, you never know the transfer portal in college hoops now is insane. So who knows what he can pluck out of there, but those three guys. If those three guys come back, I think Tinkle's got something he can build around.
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it and it's going to be a pretty big year for him. Uh, yeah, they they're not. They were definitely not, and are not going to fire him. That that buyout's way too high. They to gave him that massive extension after the Elite Eight run. But uh, next year, there's there's no reason to believe Oregon State shouldn't be preseason top. You know, barring what happens in the transfer portal, because as you mentioned, that's such a game changer. But you know, you add a JC you had a transfer and then you got this young nucleus seemingly coming yeah. back
2: it doesn't take much in college basketball now
3: well and everybody's going to be making the tournament here soon anyway so it's <laughs> i don't even know how how are you going to i was seeing about this last night watching ASU and Oregon State when they get to the point when they expand past 68 like how do do, how am I going to even evaluate what's a good season and a bad season yeah i don't know if half of every conference makes it in
2: well, that's the tricky is that, part am, am I for the to be impressed? NCAA. I think I think at that point you got to institute the the one rule I would like to see is you got to finish at least five hundred in conference.
3: Um, mm. I mean I can see it, especially but if
2: you're going to play twenty game conference schedule. But the out of
3: conference stuff is there's so many non conference games that it's like you can. I remember a season where we well, no State... because
2: the big conferences are going to 20 pack 12s at 20 ACC's at 20
3: they're at 20 so you only have 11 non-conference
2: games yeah but there's you only can, you three can... or four of them that ever matter
3: yeah but you can also pad the living hell out of 11 games I remember a season where Oregon State started like 11 and one yeah and then they got the conference play and they won like six games right
2: that's you shouldn't be allowed to go to the. Turn. But, That's but you won
3: seventeen games. You know what I mean. Like you, you're three wins away from being looked at as a tourney team.
2: Uh, I think you've got. I think you got to finish five hundred.
3: Uh, I'm not mad at that expectation. I don't want to
2: see an eight. If
3: you're eight and
2: ten in the Big Ten
3: or the Pac-12 and you finish seventh or eighth, no,
2: I don't think you had a great season.
3: Well, I can just tell you, man, uh, the season is over for the bees. It's now baseball season, for Oregon State fan. And ASU moves on, but my God, to just have a moment where even your own team, you can't even stay awake for. It's over. I'm I'm done. I'm 36. I shouldn't be sounding like this. I sound like I'm 88. You're having a party and sleeping on a couch. You're like 51.
2: No, there's an actual
3: spare bedroom I, nah, I, I think you're sleeping bed. on a couch. you look like you slept no, on a couch
2: I'm, there is a bed
3: I don't know how to explain it other than to say you look like you slept on a couch Oh, uh, well, yeah, it's four when can you go home by the way i why can't you just for... wear a mask i uh,
2: listen i I don't want to get into this <laughs> what do you mean uh, if
3: you wear a mask and you stay away from her, you can have your side of the house it's just it's a non-starter at this point you've been booted out of your house COVID's kicked your ass again COVID's back in your life no, no, like no. hey you're not living here right now yeah. I am
2: well and I'm I may not I'm going to bend this weekend to see my son so <laughs>
3: <laughs> so you'll be gone the six days in Vegas yeah and you might not be home today I might not get to sleep in my bed till Sunday Jeez, man you might go yeah that's a long time not sleeping in your own bed yeah that's brutal it's yep. not great. And I
2: might be headed uh, <laughs> I got asked questions about uh uh weight and some things for the NCAA charter so I may be out of here again for the pilot women. Oh, you might be going Yeah, we might with be them? broadcasting those, yeah. Really? Yeah. When when do, when do those games start? Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Next so you, Friday? Yeah, so it'll be a Friday, Sunday or a Saturday, Monday pair. Boy, look at you. You're just a jet setter now. Yeah.
3: Being on the charter would be pretty kick ass. That would be. I mean, that's not something you get to do very often. No. No. This is why I say yesterday, you should just move on and be the women's play by play guy. Well, they need the full time
2: radio kick. <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, they don't have they don't have their own radio. I mean, it's just
3: move what you're doing with the men to the man. women. Like, just say, yo, nine ten, ESPN Portland is women's pilots. Basketball.
2: I, I don't, I don't get to make those decisions. Well,
3: you should. You're, you've been in the business long enough. You're swag. <laughs> you need to tell them that. Uh, we have a lot to get to today. Despite old age, we will uh, we will move along, and we've got a lot to talk about. Jim Beheim was forced to retire yesterday. Forced to retire. That was not a choice. I think that's fairly obvious. Uh, we'll talk with Mike McAllister coming up at 7.30. Dude, he's been there since like nineteen what, 1975, 47 years, whatever that math is. He's been there since the 70s, for God's sakes. And so we'll talk with Mike McAllister. All the old legendary coaches that I grew up with, they're gone. They're checking out. Oh, that, yeah. That was another hit to the to the gut of, not that I yeah. cared about Beheim. I think he's a douche, but... Uh, Yeah, he's gone. Chef's Chef's gone. Roy Williams Williams. is gone. God, Jay Wright is gone. He was young. But, like, all the – Calipari is – it feels like he's almost done. Patino's not been in my life for a while. Like, all the coaches I grew up with that were big. I think Patino's
2: going to come back for one final swan song
3: somewhere. Hey, maybe he will when they fire Calipari at Kentucky. They'll just be like, hey, let's just finish this thing with uh, Rick, okay? (laughs) But they're all leaving, and so uh, we'll get to that today. Uh, it sounds like the Jets are going to be landing uh, Aaron Rodgers, and so we'll uh, we'll have to dive into that. That may happen during the show, but Diana Rossini made it sound like uh, you know that could be something that, uh, that happens at some point. You got Ken Barkley at 8 a.m. You better you bet. Uh, so we'll talk to him and get his thoughts on uh, all the things going on in the gambling world. We have the Players' Championship is teed off today. Already had a hole-in-one this morning. We had a hole-in-one? Yes. On the Island Green? Yes. Who had it?
2: Uh, somebody had somebody Buckley. Not not our Ryan Buckley. Not Ryan Buckley. Yeah. yeah.
3: Okay. Um, and so we got some audio to get to. Draymond has responded to Dylan Brooks, which, you know, I, I've become a fan of Draymond Green. He did something yesterday to make everybody root for him. Uh, We got Basket Blue Balls to get to. It's a loaded show, a lot to discuss. Let's get it going. Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job
3: on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome back in. Dirt and Sprague with you. We got uh, my basket blue balls to get to coming up. Draymond Green claps back at Dylan Brooks. Got that audio. Jim Beheim is retired. though He's kind of like pushed into it and just like choose to walk that way. And Mike McAllister, who covers uh, Syracuse football, basketball, and has for a long time now, is going to hop on with us at 730. We'll get his thoughts on it. Also, two athletes in trouble yesterday. I don't know if you saw... One of them, but the other one, I think, made its rounds on the Internet. But you're not on the Internet. You're producing a radio show, and you're never on Twitter, so I don't know what you see and what you don't see. Do you know who I'm talking about? Uh, uh,
2: athlete in trouble, could be in trouble. Two of them. Oh, I know one of them. Okay. Well, highly, what- highly prominent.
3: Okay. With I, a bad hairline? Uh, yeah, yes. Uh, I Okay, you knew the one I thought you would know. You don't know the other one. The other one, uh, who knows? Okay, all right. Well, we'll get to that coming up uh, at some point. But I, I wanted to start, Um, you know, Western Conference, the Blazers lose last night. That's no surprise. I, I hope you guys took my what is usually not good gambling advice and you faded the living hell out of the Blazers. That was the easiest money you were ever going to make. And it's, you know, I don't really have much on them. I Again, I don't think they're good. They're going to get their ass kicked by Philly on Friday. But the Western Conference, man, yesterday, the Pelicans are playing the Mavericks. And the Pelicans are down, and then C.J. McCollum goes off in the fourth quarter. He scored 16 points in clutch time, just came up big for the Pelicans, and they came back and they won a game. They, they separated themselves from Portland and Oklahoma City by a full game. And so they're sitting in the play-in. But the news that I think matters most was not that C.J. went off and the Pelicans got themselves back into a playoff or play-in situation. It's Zion Williamson news. Did you see this? Zion Williamson is at least out for two more weeks, but many are starting to wonder if he is cooked for the year. He had a setback in his rehab. That's not good. I just... You never really know... When to conclude? Like, I read a piece on Greg Oden yesterday. And for the first few years there, it was it was a real bummer as Blazer fans and I think the organization and even for Greg himself, it was like, hey, next year, next year, next year. And then when he finally got out there on a somewhat consistent basis, he puts up good numbers, the team goes on a good run, injured in a non-contact injury, and that's your biggest sign of, this is done, this is over. When he went down against Houston Rockets, I remember watching that game Aaron Brooks drove. He shot a floater. Greg went to block it and just merely landing, not on a foot, not on somebody, just landing, knee gives out. He's carted off. And I remember thinking like everybody else watching that in real time, oh, it's over. It's done. This this dude can't stay healthy. And I I don't I don't know if we're there with Zion, but it feels like swag we're not far off. He has not been um a great example of consistent health. And I know they gave him the extension and he's going to get his money, but I think you're a Pelican fan today. Like you won last night and yesterday, no matter what was going to happen, they're three and seven in the last 10. Uh, One of those wins against Portland, by the way. So that's not impressive. And they've really just tumbled in general since he left their lineup. Ingram's been banged up and he's been in and out all year, uh, largely out. And the Pelicans are just stumbling here, but yesterday to me was not about CJ McCollum saving them and getting them a win. It was more about Zion Williamson. Is can he ever physically last long enough for this franchise to experience what it's like to have Zion for, you know, the full season?
2: I don't know. I I armchair quarterback, I would say he's got to, you know, if you're the doctor's just like, all right, did the, the his his skeletal structure and his legs and his knees and his joints. What weight can we do? We need to get him to so he's not, you know, gonna break down his body faster than it might. Maybe
3: I, is that too I, late though? I mean, I, I just it don't might know be too his, late. I don't know if his body type yeah. is pot. Like, how much weight can he lose? Like, I I don't know if it's possible.
2: But, yeah, that's – I mean, the you, you can't change – I mean, he only knows how to play one way, and that's the way he's played his whole life. So to try to get him to change the way he plays is not, you know, realistic.
3: But the top three of that draft, we were all so excited about it. And, and I, I still think a lot of people are. But Zion in the health, uh, Ja now with the off-court stuff and the Grizzlies. Boy, talk about a, uh, a little tumble here. And then R.J. Barrett is – kind of to me nothing more than a you know slightly glorified role guy in New York. They're they're a good team but yeah, he has yes games here and there but largely in in different spots he's not necessarily their go-to guy. So those top 3 picks like when they were all made it was like, "Oh man, Grizzlies, Knicks, Pelicans, look at these. They got they got franchise guys." And Ja might still be that. Ja has been pretty good this year. He started the All-Star game. Was probably on his way to All-NBA first team. Had he not gotten in this off the court stuff, but you know, he's gone for an additional four games. We have no idea when he's going to be back. So it's just yesterday that news comes across the wire. Adrian Wojnowski has a is a report that Zion Williamson has a, st- a setback in his rehab and he'll be evaluated in two weeks, which let a lot of people plugged into the NBA kind of conclude this feels like it's a lot longer than a two week injury. Do you think we see him back, or do you think this is it for him? I think this is it for him. I think it is, too. Doesn't feel optimistic at all today. Uh, And so you look at them. They'd play the Lakers in the first game. We don't know where LeBron is, but even if they were to win that game against the Lakers, I don't think they would. But even if they did, I I don't see them beating Dallas or Minnesota. So New Orleans having a, a disappointing season, and largely because, well, before that they were good, and then Zion got hurt. And since Zion got hurt, they haven't been very good. Obviously Ingram doesn't help that he's been banged up, but that news yesterday very troubling. Number 1 pick and I just I took the Blazer fan angle of remembering what it was like to see Greg Oden when he fell against the Rockets and knowing in my head this is it. This dude can't stay healthy. Um there is no indication it's going to turn around. I I wondered today where Pelican fan was on that. Did yesterday hit you like a ton of bricks and make you go, "Oh well, this we're cooked." I certainly felt it, it has the feeling. I just don't know if you actually feel it. And so we'll see what happens. But it was announced that he's going to be out for two more weeks. Uh, and that's going to hurt their playoff chances this year. And we'll see what their future is going to be because he can't stay healthy. Uh, all right, we got basket blue balls. I know I just did some basketball there. I got some basket blue balls to get to coming up. Uh, Jim Bayheim was forced to retire Draymond Green responds to Dylan Brooks. We got a lot more to get into dirt and spray on the fan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will
1: cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New
0: iPhone 15s? It's better over
1: here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. spoke to me, and she said, with this gift, you will win fourth place. It's
2: time for Sprague's Dos Minutos Basket Blue Balls. <laughs> I'm
1: the greatest man in the world! Wow! You are right, Bob. Destiny. Ah, oh, so happy. that can't even... Where Sprague has
2: actually two minutes to talk as much NBA as he can fit into uh, the
1: shot clock. Come on, man! I'm an excellent athlete. Look, like I broke this on playing for you. No, you broke it playing with me in the driveway. You can't even make a layup. On Odyssey
2: and 1080, the fan.
1: Two minutes.
3: All right, here we go. Two minutes. Set the clock, Swigard. Dallas. I told you. Luka gets hurt. Kyrie not turning them around. They're last defensively in 2-5 and five with him. Good luck with that. Probably going to leave this summer, too. Uh, Josh Hart, plus 59 last week for the New York Knicks. What a great trade by the Knicks. That was such a good move for them. Uh, Memphis, you're done. I think big changes could be coming this summer for them. Uh, and if they get the Clippers in round one, which it's lined up right now, I, I think they're going to get swept. Uh, gentleman sweep. I think it's going to be over in five. I want to give a kudos to Detroit. Boy, do they want Victor Winbanyama bad. They are tanking like we haven't seen in a long time. Uh, Which team, real quick, Swag, do we not want to see him go to? Spurs, Pistons, or Rockets? Which one of those three is your least favorite destination for Victor Winbanyama? Rockets. Rockets. Okay, mine's uh, the Pistons. Uh, Phoenix, can we mop our floors, please? Yeah, what the hell was that? We're spraining ankles of Kevin Durant in warm-ups. Like, come on, man. You... (laughs) There's you 250 doing? people on the floor in a pregame. Somebody doesn't have a mop. It's ridiculous. Hey, Joel Embiid, come to Portland. Uh, kudos to Nikola Jokic on yet another MVP. Vegas is telling us that. Nuggets are a minus 11 with him off the floor. Yikes. Does anybody know if Joe Mazzulla knows that he has timeouts? And why does he hate Derek White so much in Boston? Uh, they have a Kirkland brand, Gordon Hayward. But, man, they're struggling lately. And I don't know what to make of that situation. I, w- I will say. He still beat the Blazers by 22. Yes, he did. Joel Embiid, may, he may end up being the greatest player to never win the MVP in league history. Pascal Siakam, hello from Portland. Uh, let's light the beam. Go Kings go. The Warriors. I don't know how many people know this. The Warriors have the same record on the road as the Detroit Pistons. And I still would not want the- to see them in the playoffs. The Warriors and the Pistons. Same road record. I still wouldn't want to see the Warriors in round one, two, or the West Finals. And, you know, final observation here. Atlanta, you're too good to be this bad. There's too much talent to be this bad. There you go. Some basket blue balls for you. Feel better? I always feel better. Okay. Hey, come on. <laughs> hey, we do the mail sack on Tuesday <laughs> and we empty the sack on Thursday, baby. <laughs> There's a lot going on in the NBA right now.
2: There is. There is. I. I'm still. I'm wrapped up in college hoops. I was obviously down at the. the well, WC, you're connected to it. You so got I'm a reason. connected to it, know? and then uh, yeah, at the uh, the parents there, uh, the Pac-12 uh, Pac-12 tournament was on all day yesterday while I was working on things and running errands.
3: It's funny, like when March hits, it's funny what we all kind of gravitate towards, right? A lot of us go to college hoops tournaments, conference tournaments. Yep. I know um, when I get back, the Players' Championship will be on today. The Players' Championship is, is is, it's like one of those unofficial major championships for a lot of people because it's such a beautiful course and it's got the yeah. island green. and It's
2: like your favorite bowl game that's not a playoff game. Like a New Year's, like the Rose Bowl. Right. Or Or the Cotton Bowl if you're from that area. Yeah. Or the Sugar Bowl yep. if you're from New Orleans. It's like, nope. This, this is significant just because of itself, not
3: necessarily who's playing. Dirt's tweeting out pictures at spring training. So many people are, you know, yeah. diving into baseball season. Yeah,
2: I guess the World Baseball Classic started. You got that I, as I well? don't know. I, there's, like, exhibition games with, like, the major countries. And, and Puerto Rico just games. played
3: the Red Sox.
2: Yeah, USA's yeah. playing the Angels today, I yep. think. Yep. But then there's actual real games from countries that I didn't know played
3: baseball. We haven't got as many pictures from him from Arizona as I thought we would. Yeah, like did he tweet out a? Did he do his traditional tweet out? I missed it if he did.
2: Yeah, I didn't see it either. Usually, did he leave Tuesday night or Wednesday morning?
3: If he (coughs) left Tuesday night, I was. He left Monday. Oh well, I guess I can say this now. He basically had the he had the vacation. To be fair to him, he had the vacation scheduled. Way before we were told when David Field was gonna be here, ah, uh, and then when David Field it was announced that he was gonna be here on, on that Monday, on Monday, and there was gonna be a Q and A and a client party, he was stuck between a rock and a hard place because his flight was Monday at like two o'clock. Oh, he he's not rescheduling a flight no. because he has to be at some not party. The company's paying for it. No, and. So he got stuck between this, like, oh, yeah, I'll go to the Q&A so I can uh, show face. And I, I don't actually don't know how many people even noticed who was or was not at our client party. No kidding. There was a lot of booze going on, a lot of schmoozing, handshakes, hugs. We had some of our former coworkers randomly pop in. Wow. Yeah, we had a Maloney, a Katie Moore, Sierra. Like, awesome. We had people here that we hadn't seen in a long time, so... It was a fun shindig, but yeah, he left Monday afternoon, and he was trying to keep that on the down low as long as he possibly could, because he didn't want to upset anybody. He wanted to be like, "Yeah, well, sorry to disappoint you, boss. I'm I'm, get, I'm getting on a bird and flying to Scottsdale. And I'm just kind of disappointed he didn't yeah. send us send us more picks. Usually, he's more picks guy.
2: Now, nah, if it was Monday, Tuesday, I was I was in Vegas, and you know. Doing my thing.
3: You were unplugged as well, yeah. yeah. You guys both have had things go on lately, and I'm just sitting here soaking in the NBA and
2: holding the four ten.
3: I'm driving into I'm driving home and driving into work and I'm having multiple days of thoughts of are the Sacramento Kings not getting enough airtime? They're not getting any airtime. Like, how they, often is ESPN talking about the story of the Sacramento Kings who currently have the longest playoff drought in pro sports? That's going to end and they just passed the Memphis Grizzlies and they have the 2 seed in the Western Conference right now the the Sacramento yeah. Kings nobody's talking about that
2: yeah this is why the NBA doesn't need they they need to go a little bit more NFL as you've said over the years if like if you want to plan out your national TV schedule up to the All-Star break go ahead but between injuries, trades and surprise stories, man after that I know you got I know it's a traveling circus especially TNT stuff you got to have an idea but they got to work with the schedulers so there are some easy ways to flex things. I know TNT wants that exclusive window on Thursdays or Tuesdays or whenever they're doing it now, but you got to give them a couple extra games on those days that they can flex to if stuff like this happens
3: if things stay the way they are and they won't because dallas is the eight seed and they're 12 and a half back golden state's 12 back so like dallas is a half game back of five but if things kind of hold steady you could get a first round matchup of dallas and sacramento you get the sacramento kings who are not stellar defensively against the worst defense in the league the dallas mavericks and if dallas loses I mean, my God, what an offseason they have. Kyrie's probably not resigning with them. There's a lot of signs that he might be going to the Lakers because they're going to have, you know, some cap space. And if they lose Kyrie Irving after that trade, which, by the way, has been a good thing for Brooklyn. They got draft capital. Dinwiddie's been good again. He's paired with Mikael Bridges. Like, you kind of get put on Luka watch. I'm on Joel Embiid. Pascal Siakam, I'm almost at Luka, but Shea, Gildress, Alexander, those three players specifically, Shea, Gildress, Joel Embiid, and Pascal Siakam, my three-player watches going into the summer. If Oklahoma City doesn't make a move with all those draft picks to go get somebody to come in and be good, why is SGA going to keep sticking around for a team trying to tank? Like, Presti wants to not be good, and they're not even in the play-in right now. I just you're only gonna keep good players yeah. in cities like that for so When's long.
2: When's his I guess it would be when his contract is up if he just c-
3: signed an extension. Oh okay. He's he's not going he's under contract, but the NBA doesn't work that no,
2: way. No, we know you can force your hand, it's like I ah, nah, I'm 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 done with this. So
3: uh yesterday an athlete I don't particularly like got me to root for him. And I'll sh- and I'll tell you how coming up next. Dirt and Sprague on the fan. Alright, give you an update in the National Football League. A long time head coach forced out, even though they won't be said that way. Uh, two athletes in trouble. Mike McAllister of Syracuse.com. Ken Barkley at eight. We have a lot to discuss today. Uh, I want to get to this. You ever just get stuck in a situation where an athlete you don't like? I see this sometimes in political discourse where there'll be somebody that somebody doesn't like or agree with and they'll send out something or a skip Bayless, like people that you just don't like in general will say something. And you think to yourself, am I agreeing with this person? I don't like at all. And this happened to me yesterday. Now I I can appreciate, I won't, I won't be blasphemous towards the man. I I think what his contributions have been uh, are fairly obvious. I think the value of him to championship seasons is pretty evident. But I'm not a huge Draymond Green guy. He, um, the the constant attacks of the referees. We had a player last night go at a referee specifically by name. He is going to get hit with a very big fine today. But Draymond Green during the game is allowed to do whatever and say whatever he wants. Yes, he gets teed up. You can say, well, he's got 15 techs. Okay. dude should probably have like 30 every year. He is... Remember the Rashid tech he got in LA for just looking at a ref? Yep. Imagine if Draymond Green did what he's doing now back then. Like he would make Rashid look tame. (laughs) But yesterday, Draymond Green's doing his podcast because he's got time in his hotel room. And Dylan Brooks, who came out with a quote not long ago, about a week ago, said to the effect I'm paraphrasing, but basically said, he's good for them. He's not that good of a player. His game's not that great. He's overrated. You know, basically sending some pretty serious shots Draymond Green's way. And if there's any player to get me to agree with Draymond Green and go against him, it's definitely Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks is not a player I enjoy. No. Uh, he tried to dress like Stone Cold Steve Austin, and somebody famously called him um, Austin three for sixteen instead of Austin three sixteen. And he went out and shot two of 11 that night, by the way. So I I just, I don't, even with the Joss stuff, I don't buy Memphis because they've got Dylan Brooks. Draymond Green in his hotel addressing Dylan Brooks in his comments for the first time.
1: If you ever wondered why the Memphis Grizzlies is not ready to compete for a championship, look no further than this idiot right here. They're actually depending on this guy to help them win a championship. And he says his game is cool. Quite frankly, that just shows how little you know about basketball. And yet, y'all, you running around talking about a dynasty. The dynasty starts after you, not with you.
2: <laughs> it was about two and a half minutes, and
3: he,
0: yeah,
2: he but took, that
3: line in particular, the yeah, end.
2: <laughs> he went line by line in the whole <laughs> quote that was being referenced, and he just he filleted him pretty good. Well, like, yeah. with Draymond, see, when Draymond's out there, I see him more WWE professional wrestler shtick. I think if you like when you see him in his podcast, he's got opinions and sometimes you'll think he's out to lunch, but I'm not
3: mad at having
2: opinions and uh, talking about things. He's more tongue in cheek sometimes. I think it's show I think Dylan Brooks is just angry at everybody.
3: I think Dylan Brooks puts up a facade of who he wants to be and isn't yeah. really. Like he really views himself. I, I watch a lot of Memphis Grizzlies basketball because they're good. On league pass, I, I just I don't know how any Grizzly fan likes him. I don't know if they do. He, he is a problematic player, stuck heavy in their rotation. He's a dude that looks at the court. He sees Ja Morant when he's out there. He sees Desmond Bain. He sees Jaron Jackson Jr. He looks around at all these dudes, and he, sees to himself, he says to himself, yep, I'm shooting 14 shots tonight. In what world would that make any sense? He's one of the worst percentage players. He's one of the least efficient players. And oh, by the way, I, I started not liking him when he was at Oregon doing the flop thing at Utah. That was egregious. That's one of the worst. There's been bad flop videos caught on. That's one of the worst, if not the worst flops I've ever seen in my life. And at that point, I didn't like him. Uh, but Draymond Green, I, I, you know, Dylan said he's a loud talker. And I thought Draymond addressed, he addressed every single quote. He went sentence for sentence and addressed every single thing. And I hate that the NBA turns into us talking about this more than the games, but you can't refute how how entertaining this is in particular. Having a player do a podcast and give 12 minutes of just undressing that player. <laughs> it's great. You don't get that in, in very many places. I know NFL players are starting to get podcasts now, but... Draymond going line for line. The one, the couple that the dynasty line would really stick in my crawl if I was a Dylan Brooks. The dynasty doesn't start with you; it starts after you, because he's a thousand percent right on that. And then his line of "I talk too much." He goes, "If you won four championships and you had two Olympic medals, defensive player and you of won the 10, year, defensive player of the year multiple times, yeah, we'll talk a little bit. I think you'd be talking too." <laughs> and he's he's right, of course now. And he's got none of those accolades. So I, I still don't really like Draymond. Like, I know what his impact is as a player. I can respect that. Uh, but, man, did, he, did I become a big fan of Draymond Green for about two minutes and 45 <laughs> seconds yesterday with his response to Dylan Brooks' ridiculous quotes, which I'm still not even sure why, but Golden State has Memphis on their schedule. I'm to bring it up real quick here. I think they either play him tonight or yeah, they yeah they play them tonight on T and There you go. Tell get me your you're popcorn. not. Tell me you're not getting popcorn ready. If you got nothing else that you're looking forward to watching, yeah. and you're just settling down on the couch to go T and T programming exec. How quick do they get uh, two techs? How quick before they're broken up in a scuffle? I'm going to say it's in the first quarter. I
2: don't know. I'll have to let me see if I can find out who the officiating crew is. Here.
3: I I just I I think it's fantastic to get Draymond Green to respond to the because the Dylan Brooks quotes were stupid. Like, you've won zero championships. Draymond's a four-time champion. He's got as many championships as franchises do in general. Like you don't have to love Draymond Green, but damn, give him some respect, man. He he has been a pretty big part of what they've done at Golden State. All right.
2: Um, uh, it might be okay tonight. you got Zach Zarba. I think Zach Zarba might be the best official in the elite,
3: but you don't think we get like a scuffle where they break it up and it's like two texts were addressed to Dylan and Draymond, and they move not on? right away. If they keep going,
2: yeah, but I think I think Zach's pretty good, okay. Uh, Jason Goldberg, Brent Barneke, or the other two on the staff. Okay. I I don't see somebody that is known like Ed Malloy's doing the Houston Indiana game. If Malloy's crew was there, people are getting teched up. Hard Tony, part Malloy. Tony Brothers, he's he's brothers people. It. Yeah,
3: he don't play around, brothers.
2: And if you uh if we hear from Fred Van Vliet later, uh, if Ben Taylor's on there. There's going to be probably people tossed.
3: Yes, we will hear from Fred Van Vleet uh, later because he just called out a ref by name last night. He's going to hit with a heavy find. Uh, ben Taylor's on the uh, Nick Sacramento game tonight. There you go. Light the beam. Uh, loaded second hour. Mike McAllister of Syracuse.com will join us, but we kick it off with a pretty big
0: story in the NFL that came out this morning,
3: and we'll tell you what that is. Hour two, Dirt and spring on the fan.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?